0: Welcome to Season 3 of the Stone Church Podcast. This is a weekly podcast where we dig into what's going on here at the Stone Church in Manchester, Iowa, and helping you to know and grow in the love of Christ. Enjoy!
1: Are they coming to get your printer today? <laughs> he said before noon, so... I'm packing heat. No. <laughs> Same. Hey we're, hey, we're live. All right. We, we were live now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I gotta figure out how to record.
0: So we're not live.
1: No, we are. We're live, we but we're not recording. Got it. Hey.
0: Sweet. Nice. Hey, everyone.
1: Nice. Hey. Welcome hey. to
0: the Stone Church Podcast. I wish, like I said, the southern accent. No, not so no. much. Okay. No. Anyway, we are on episode forty-nine. Forty-nine. Yeah. So my name is Jessica Pate. With me is our lead pastor Joe Camp and our executive and worship pastor Scotty Sanders.
1: Hey. hey. So I have lots of responsibilities now.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: I used to not. I used to not be able to, and I used to not have to worry about this stuff. But now that we got our microphones back, as long as the cool thing goes it across is, the, the, it
0: did. I'm oh, okay.
1: That's pretty sweet. Okay. <laughs> this
0: so time. Yeah, yeah. I just did it.
1: Hey. <laughs> Well, in Surprise. case this is your
0: first time tuning in to the podcast, you missed forty eight episodes, so um, <laughs> you have to get caught up a little bit. But this is
1: forty eight episodes. Yeah, oh, so far. Man.
0: Yeah. But this is just a place where we meet weekly and review what was going on last Sunday with the message and any upcoming things here at the Stone. So
2: Man, do we have some stuff coming at the stone? Hey yo. Hey. Not sad for right now.
0: All right, so well, we are gonna yeah. jump into is it our
2: weird. It's like we're withholding it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, like it's like I know something. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's not like yeah. We're
1: it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna jump in.
1: Yes, that's fine. So um, <laughs> I have to
0: bring up my information. Um, you know what we're jumping into? The current culture connection. See,
1: see, see. There it is. Did you say correct? Current. It's like you said, correct culture connection. Well, that's the accent out here. You know, I really want to show you that, um, that image I found or no, the video. The yeah, video. yeah. 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 Okay.
0: That's, fine. <laughs> That's fine. You can fun find me. It's great.
1: It's it's fantastic. Actually. It's not just great.
0: <laughs> okay. So the current culture connection, it <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> it's upgraded. <laughs> so
0: I really like studies and research. I think it's super fun. Oh boy. And nerd. So I came across <laughs> um, a study that was done on pastors.
1: Oh, you mean like like a uh, like research and like, surveys? Like and they, stuff?
0: Yeah, they pull. Okay,
1: okay, yeah. Like the longevity is not good.
2: No, <laughs> that I know.
0: <laughs> now this is um, actually in regards to pastors' views and thoughts on Revelation. Oh. Yeah. So um, and actually, they were looking at some really specific things. So they were actually checking to see. <laughs> Um, If pastors believe or feel that current culture events, things going on around the world can actually speed up the coming of Christ. So based on, you know, revelation, they kind of lay out some things that are going to happen. So they, they asked. So I'm just going to share what the poll said um, and then thought, I just get your thoughts. So they actually found that the majority do not Um, So it says just 12% say that the supporting global events they believe are mentioned in Revelation can actually speed up the return of Jesus. 80% disagree, with 61% strongly disagreeing. Um, And then it it said that they are more evenly divided on the question of the Great Commission, which is also a part of it. And about 41% of the pastors they polled believe Jesus' second coming can be sped up through world evangelism, while 54% disagree. So
1: <laughs> I disagree with every single bit of that. I do too. Like I was, it's like, I know
2: we're supposed to, when we do the cease, when we do that, we're supposed to elaborate. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that this is going to be one we need to elaborate <laughs> well, on.
1: Yeah. For for me, <laughs> the verse that says no one knows mm-hmm. like that, that, that does it. That's the end of the oh, argument. father knows. So for me, right. it's no like,
2: it's, it's, it's determined. Yeah. Um, and here's what's crazy about a poll like that and i'm um um, i think it's great but like if i get surveys like that or something like i don't even do them yeah Mm -hmm. because while we're doing that we're not reaching the lost, or we're not being you know what i'm saying we're just we're sitting around debating so for me it's already determined god's got it figured out until that happens we best be working like there, there is no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We've got to be moving forward in every aspect. And so I disagree completely Same. with both. Yes, It's that simple. Yes. Like yeah. if you're not, you, you, I, God's God's pre-de- predetermined, predestined time. That's just what it is. Uh,
1: it's, it's already been determined. Yeah. yeah. Do
2: I think the historical events uh, that are taking place today are in, in, in their scriptural yeah, uh, yeah. reference absolutely mm-hmm. there's no doubt about it um but that should serve as a, a notice like we got to get busy
0: yeah i just thought I, to me it was more interesting just in really how the questions where we're like you can speed up jesus
1: yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> like,
2: like i wouldn't even want to try Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, It's it's always like my mom always told me like don't you dare pay for pray for patience. It's like (laughs) okay, I'm not (laughs) doing doing that for sure. (laughs) Like don't you dare try to speed up. Like I don't want to play with that. I don't want to light that
1: fire by any means. You know. So I was always told not to pray for patience because then he gives you a reason to have patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And And I and I (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's
2: usually not gonna end, end well. And as far as you know. Us and um, the level at which we evangelize at. Um, I, I don't. No, I don't. It's just not going to speed up the time um, at all. However, I will say that. You know, and I mentioned it Sunday. I guess this would be kind of a good segue into what's the next part? We call it
0: the breakdown. The
2: breakdown. Um. It, um. I think there's, man. I think when Christ returns, I don't know who's going to get it worse. <laughs> the. You know the 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 churches that refuse to go and make, and do both at the same time, or, um, right, or, or just flat out people have rejected Christ. Like it's it's not going to be good. Right. Like right. I, you know. And so that's why I'm so passionate about. We gotta get going. Mm-hmm. You know. And the only way to do that is is with the presence of God every day in our lives. So, um, that's it should bring about a sense of urgency for, for us big time. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, so that was a good discussion. That was fine. I just thought it was very fast. I
1: mean, I'm like, it was like, no, <laughs> yeah, was no, we, we created something else. We, we, we were
2: game. trying to create something. So it wasn't so no. You know? <laughs>
0: no. Just no. no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so we are going to move to the breakdown segment.
1: Breakdown. Yeah, the breakdown. <laughs> Is that one good? Do you like that? I like that too, I man. I think you can
0: just do it the whole time yeah. for everything.
1: You, you got it. Every, every I like segment. it okay
0: said.
2: <laughs> Okay, so uh, this past
0: Sunday, um, we're going through the gospel project, and so yeah. we went through, hey, yeah. guy, and really talked about um, kind of the overall as you know, kind of putting first things first to sum it up in a nutshell. So how can we keep God the center of our life? And I think we've all shared stories where, life gets busy and we realize we don't make his word a priority, which is being disobedient. So how does this impact our lives and those around us? And how do we keep that
2: in focus? Man, that's a lot. In that's a lot question. of questions. That's like a lot. Yeah. you want to go first or well, what are you, how are you feeling today?
1: You know, no. you feel like yeah, I'll go first. You know, yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's about uh, experience. Um, let me explain what I mean by that. I don't think there's a right answer. And I don't think there's one thing that if you do this, you know, God is the center of your life. Um, I think you find out through life experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of an example. Um, well, your job. Yeah, in, yeah. Even your job right here at oh, yeah. stone church. It's so
2: easy for it to be a job.
1: Yeah. But yeah. It's
2: not a job, right? I mean, it is, but it isn't. I mean, this is—it's the the disconnect. I would say is very easy. We—I've said it a thousand times. You know, it's the hardest place to keep God in the center of your life is in ministry. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. It's hard because there's so many needs. There's the needs of other people. There's the needs of of what we're trying to accomplish, or we feel God is wanting to accomplish through us as a church there's Mm -hmm. the heaviness that comes with that it is and it's so much easier i'm telling you to get to work and to fire up the computer Mm -hmm. and get knocking things out and so it's no different than what everybody else faces in life you know not not uh, not everybody uh josh hempster i don't know if he's listening or not. yes josh when josh gets to work it's so easy for him to get up get a shower get his boots on head to the tractor. There's a pre-trip process. There's logs. He's got to fill out. There's all, and all of that can completely consume mm-hmm. the very essence of his entire day,
1: yeah, yeah. you know?
2: And so uh, that's how, for me, where you were headed, like yeah, yeah. it's so difficult in today's day and age, because at the end of the day, the more Josh's wheels are rolling on that, on that semi, the more money Josh is making mm-hmm. to support and provide for his family. And by the way, Back to the local church, and so I, I mean it's so. I know I interrupted you, no, but like, dude, it's like it's like that is. Yeah.
0: Uh, but so I would funny. say even to take it another step, and because like, this was me this morning. I mean, I wrote these questions last night, and I was up early this morning, and I kind of have my my to dos that I do. So I have, you know, I'm I'm on a Bible reading plan, so I. Read my part. I did my writing. I was working my yes. workbook. I got I got done. Did yoga. You know all this like my routine stuff. And I got done. I was like, got everything done. And I honestly that moment I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I didn't take time to listen yeah. because I was yeah. trying so hard to do. You know all the yeah. things that I'm trying. Like yeah, I'm going to connect to God. This is my yeah. quiet time that I yeah. forget to be quiet. Yeah. So yes, yeah,
1: it, it's so true. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think you learn through those experiences to be quiet and and what to do to really separate yourself from from the day-to-day and and you know from what you're doing um and really really give the listen an example that i thought of while you were talking about yours was when i was in college i went to kentucky christian um and um uh you had to double major when you yeah. went, went there one um one of your majors was a bible study a biblical Agreed. studies major um and for for me um because i was taking all these bible classes Mm -hmm. the bible became a textbook yeah Mm -hmm. it it's it wasn't something that i that i retreated Mm -hmm. to when i was stressful it was something that i stayed away from when i was (laughs) stressful because it was something that i had to read for class yeah so learning that um uh, being able to to pick up on that and say oh hey i need to separate this part of my life. I, I learned a way to to stop and be still and to listen and, and to recenter my focus to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in summary, just because you do
2: or don't do or have a consistent devotional life does not dictate that God is that Christ is the center. Of God. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hempstead. Uh, it says if it wasn't for life 101.9 on the radio and the Tuesday podcast, it would be a lot harder <laughs> to not get lost in routine and drift further away. Oh yeah yeah and and, and you know like
2: Josh, I, I can only imagine the amount of times where he's driving, you know mm-hmm. after his all of the stuff that he has to do before he can even leave the yard like as he's driving the amount of times that <clears throat> through the through radio, through podcast whatever it may be, God is speaking to him, then yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. so it's it's crazy, I, I, yeah. I that's so true. No matter what, like, and so I think the 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 question that you you asked was, you know, how how do we keep right mm-hmm. the God at the very center of our lives, right. um, and and what impact does that have on those around us? Mm-hmm. I think is what the question was. It's you got to fight. You got to fight for it. it. You got to in, be intentional. Yeah. And I would even go so far as to say this, and I, I, maybe people would disagree with me. I would fight to be more in God's presence than having a disciplined devotional life. Because True. anybody can read, right? but not everybody can be in God's presence yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You're just, You're like, this, it doesn't happen. Everybody can be in God's presence, yeah. but I'm just saying like, you can go through the process and just not even experience right. God.
1: Mm-hmm. So, just like what happened to Jess this morning, yeah, mm-hmm. like she, that's, she read that's it, she, she got right. it done, yeah.
2: So, but, yeah, but yeah. just and how that impacts the lives around us. I mean, my goodness, um, the level at which have you guys, you guys know Scott Young over, mm-hmm. uh, he's he, I don't know if he's here now or not, but that dude is like on fire for for God, like crazy, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean and I watch and I'm like man the joy of the Lord is like all over him you mm-hmm. know that's the difference between being in God's presence and it being real every day to maybe some of us that have lost that fervor or that mm-hmm. passion you know and we've gotten buried by the day-to-day-to-life you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. I don't know it seems to me when you're in God's presence it produces a behavior that is uh quite contagious
0: right mm-hmm.
2: is what I would say and so if you don't have that then the way that that the way you're impacting people is completely different Mm -hmm. is what I would say to that. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. So going along with that, um, the main thing that you dove into was the need to be passionate about his presence. Mm -hmm. So how do we know when God is calling us to something, um, you know, like building upon us or like building the temple and when it's our own desires? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, uh, I don't know how it works for Scotty. Um, but for me, you know, the scriptures are very clear that when we accept Jesus Christ in our Lord and life, as the Lord and Savior of our lives, that we're filled with the Holy Spirit and it's the Spirit that guides us, right? And I think that's where oftentimes we meddle in our own, our own strength, our own desires, our own wants um, without even asking or without even, you know, uh, getting quiet. And, and, and just saying you know because here's 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 what i've i've learned throughout at least my journey and it doesn't mean that w- what i've learned is is applicable to everybody because that it, i think each person has their own but you know we have some big things facing us here at the stone church and the the whether we do whether we don't what should we do what's next can be quickly determined by one me getting quiet and just saying okay god I need you to clearly and then being specific and saying should we do this should this and almost every time when you are in his presence and you are in tune with with him he will guide you and it's almost almost the first thought that comes to your brain like yes or no like and and I've done this with people over time where they'll come to me and say you know i've got a conflict and i'm not sure how i feel about this and i don't know what to do and i'm not i'm always like you know what to do you get quiet and so i'll actually have them get quiet i will ask them the, the the question or the thing that they're struggling with and go what's your first response without overthinking what's your first response no you can't go wrong like it's only if you are in god's presence like I believe that the spirit will work through you in that way. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's what you do per se. Yeah. I, I, that's just how I've come become accustomed to, to guiding. And, and man, it is really hard because Mm -hmm. sometimes there's some really thing. I mean, there's some really cool things I would like, I even want to do right here. And it's like, no, not Mm -hmm. yet. Or hold Mm -hmm. on or, you know, and it's like, Oh, but that's really how I, I operate quite a bit throughout the day making decisions and whatnot so
1: yeah so i think it's it's funny you said you said that that kind of process for me in any other situation that doesn't involve like my spiritual life Mm -hmm. or a decision that god wants me to make i do the complete opposite where i don't go with my first initial response sure like it 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 may eventually end that in that way yeah um but um but I, I, you know, I have my first response, and I stop and I think, okay, let's logically think, think through this. Yeah. Um. But I, I agree with you in regards to like a spiritual decision or you know something that God wants yeah. wants me to do. Man, I, I, I believe wholeheartedly that, like you said, if you are in His presence and you get an answer, go with it. Yeah,
2: and and that's, that's it. And, and that's true. And then. And then also too, um, and I will I will never underestimate, it. please don't say don't don't everybody take that and just start doing that. <laughs> because there's a I think there's a follow-up thing that works for, for me as well. You know, I'm I'm very blessed to to be the lead pastor here, but all of the weight isn't on me because we're an elder-led church and we are all yeah. about team leadership here. So I have the the e-team, the elders here that I can seek counsel from. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. I can pick up the phone and call one of those jokers in a minute and they will they will help me. Like they don't even hesitate. They will pick mm-hmm. it and they will tell me, you know, their their counsel. So I can take what I've got kind of what I'm thinking, what the natural, the first instinct is, and then work with them. And they will often give me a different perspective. It's the same way with the, the, the CLT here, the core leadership team that we have i have we have so many moving parts to this thing and it's absolutely incredible but i also have a team of people that i can rely on and go hey what do you think about this or what do you what's your thought tell me your give me your feedback you know Mm -hmm. um and i think that's an advantage too so make sure you have people in your lives that will give you that counsel as well um because you know it's it's one thing to say you know god has told me to, to pick up my family and move to Papua New Guinea to spread God's word. Um, I think that's awesome if God calls you to that, but I would also allow others to speak into that process um, to look, to help you understand timing. When's mm-hmm. the right time to go yeah. do that? Most people are not going to say you're crazy. I wouldn't, because if God, if it's evident and God is, pa- is a passion and, and but most people will say, okay, let's help you at least process through the timing of that. So mm-hmm. That I don't know. Those would be the two things. I'm glad you said what you said Mm -hmm. too, because it's nice to be able to, when maybe you're not in as much of God's presence as you'd like to be, to have people to be able to go to to speak into
1: your life. So I think I think God puts people in your life intentionally Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for that specific reason. Yeah. Which, which is why we're doing what we're doing this
2: weekend. What do you mean? Groups connection. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a light on this weekend. <laughs> oh, and day of prayer,
0: so you can do your day of prayer, yes. get in His presence,
1: and then surround yourself with people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Rachel said, "Amen." I think she was talking about your answer. Well, so. yeah,
2: awesome. Well, Rachel's one of those people too. Like
1: she, she'll,
2: oh yes, she'll make the decision real fast for you. <laughs> If she, if she for to, Scotty, uh, if I, love I love it. I love it. So I was, I was reading
0: something. Uh, you mentioned Papua New Guinea. I was reading something about missions, and you know, so much of our culture too has this thing of like, well, I'll wait until you know things line up or my family's You know, all these things that we wait for, and they really were saying almost the opposite. Like, why don't we assume we're supposed to go unless God tells us to stay? Yeah. And so you know, and I think this goes back to a really. Quieting and listening.
2: Well, for me it's 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 do both. Um, because I think it's no different than the the church itself in general. You know, are we going and making, or are we just making, or are we just going? It's that same thing. It's the same thing with missions. Are we going abroad or are we, you know, impacting our backyard? Um, how about we do both? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I right. really, you know, that's kind of so it's that same know I think that's
1: I think there's a level of risk there, Mm -hmm. uh, deciding to do it that way that may be unnecessary it's like what if God doesn't like his it's all about this timing right what if you move and you're there for a year and then he's like you shouldn't have gone Mm -hmm. like you spent a year probably in hell you know waiting for that answer yeah and you just assume God said yes because he said nothing hmm I don't know, that's 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 tricky. It's tricky. It is. It yeah. is. That's why
2: you have to be passionate about the being in the presence. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Know, not and, and when you read God's word consistently, you can be in the presence of God. But I also know that you can read his word and not experience the the, the trueness of it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right.
0: Good answers. All right. Um this kind of goes back to the this, this story of, of Haggai and the people that basically were were disobedient by delaying. And I just know um, from reading other things that some some people, including Christians, get really upset when they hear that God brings trouble on the land. Um, and sometimes they, it's because they don't believe that God would ever treat someone that way because he is always loving and God is love. So what would you say to that?
2: Read the Old Testament. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's it's God having to step in over and over to get his people in complete obedience to step when he needs them to step to pause when he needs them to pause. I mean, the very God will step into our lives and will pattern interrupt whatever it needs to happen to get your attention to step in. And so I think some people don't like that well then if you don't like that then you're then you're you are questioning the sovereignty of god in your life and that's where you've got to be very very cautious because if he is going to be sovereign in your life then you you've got to you've got to trust and you guys got to know and so that's what i would say is like be very very cautious taking the mindset of well i just don't like it when god steps why would he do that it's because he passionately loves you and even though you don't think you're to the right or to the left, he does. He knows. And and so what he allows to exist creates the boundaries in which we should walk. And and I, I think we just don't like that. We don't you know, cause people here's what a lot of people like to do is, well, there's supposed to be freedom in God. Yes, there is. There is, there's complete freedom, but it's the freedom of the the forgiveness of what you've done.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: right. there's also a, a set of guardrails that comes with your life that should guide you each and every step of the way to create you to become the person you need to be so God can use you to impact others. So I think that's where people get a little frustrated, I think mm-hmm. probably is like, well I'm not supposed to have all of it. Nah, yeah, yeah.
1: Come on. You know? Well I think I think about it, um we are only human, so we can only perceive what we can see Mm -hmm. and so what we see is is God is allowing bad things to happen and we're human so our first reaction is anger Um, I think we have to do our best to kind of step out of that Mm -hmm. mindset yeah where um, the the old parental saying is this hurts me more than I would imagine it's the same you know, right yeah. which I don't I don't believe but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would uh, I would liken it to this situation he's doing it because or you know, he's allowing things to happen uh, because he loves us and as hard as that is to understand our feeble stupid human minds yeah um, like it's that's just the truth read it yeah. read it in the word like you yeah. trust trust in the word. And I, you know, yeah, a hundred percent agree.
2: And throughout this series, I've tried to work some things in, in regards to, um, kind of as a back filter. Just a, you know, a year ago, we were doing a series called. Does anybody remember?
1: A year ago? Yeah. Was it raised? <laughs> kicked off. No,
0: it wasn't raised.
1: No. Oh, it was blessed. No, wasn't blessed. Wasn't. We are the church. Yep. Oh, uh, no, we we We're church. that church.
0: So and it was we took it was it was we are weeks,
1: That Church, church blazed, uh, blessed and then grace. grace. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you remember through we
2: are that church, we took four weeks, uh, and we set the tone for where we believed God yeah. was yeah. taking us, and we were beginning to undo some mindsets of church. And so I've tried to behind the scenes, kind of reignite a little bit of that um, intentionally because. This is where that question, and I know I, 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 have, I have a point. I'm getting there. Um, that question, um, I will make a statement, and the statement is: it's, it's, it's just easier to to be obedient,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's no different for God's church. for Christ's bride, mm-hmm. which is the church. We as a church should be obedient to what He's calling us to do, and sometimes I'll say things that seem like, oh well, that's. Because i think there's a stigma out there well you know um, especially here in eastern iowa I'll, I'll just say it i think people truly believe they know how to be the church and i'm not so sure that what their idea of church is is really what christ ha- had intended for his bride and so I think it causes us to have to pause. You know, we 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 had a we had a couple new fam- lot, lot I think several new families this weekend mm-hmm. um, from from what Chad and everybody was saying. And one of those families particularly came to this church because of a of a poor previous church experience where judgmental looks and situations took place. Mm-hmm. So those would also probably be maybe a group of people that would say, yeah, we don't have to be the church. That's not the church. Mm -hmm. So I've tried to loop some of those in there. And I swing that back to this question to say, even in our personal lives, even as the body of Christ here at the Stone Church, it's awful lot easier to just be obedient and walk in faith versus not because that's when he has to step in. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. If they would have stayed focused from Ezra to Haggai, if they would have stayed focused in building his house, he doesn't have to step in and send the message through Haggai. Mm -hmm. So just, I I, I threw that out there because that's something that I'm trying to do behind the scenes a little bit, is kind of reignite our our mindset. Because after a year, you know, you can kind of lose that a little bit, so yeah.
0: So this last question, uh, you both have addressed it already. So I guess maybe just to sum it up, um, how can understanding the message from Haggai draw us closer to Christ? So it would be your your parting words on this.
2: Well, for me, mine was the connection you know we made you know that I felt God put from John 3:16 to Revelation 3:16. Um, you know. We want to and will live, and we accept Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of our life. We know that He sent His only Son. That you know, um, whoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. I know mean, we believe it, and then we live. If we're not careful, we'll live without God's presence, and then that looks like what Revelation 3:16 talks about, which is, "I'm neither hot nor cold." Mm-hmm. And God is fired up, and He will spit you out <clears throat> of the mouth. Yeah. Um, and the difference is, is what they were building is the same thing that we were building. Theirs was just physical. Ours is is physical in the form of um, theirs was in form of a building and ours is in the form of our body. You know, um, we talked about the verse in in First Corinthians where we are the temple where the Holy Spirit resides, and we've got work to continue to do. And so that's why we have to be passionate about His presence in our lives, is because there's there's more He wants to accomplish through us. So all of it very much aligns with what Christ. It's just a different manner Uh, once he came it made the 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 idea that is the same we need to be about god's business Mm -hmm. um but the manner in which we go do about it Mm -hmm. it, it's a little bit different so
1: yeah yeah i guess um intertwined in that is just is trust Mm -hmm. um i would say um always trust god Um, stay the course because we know you know we know we know how it ends yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that dude yeah because when I look back over this past year and uh, it's been
2: it's it's not been the easiest road to climb um, you know you're going to when you trust completely in God and, in his in his plan and his movement and what he wants to do you are going to lose people in your life that used to be a big part you're going mm-hmm. to people aren't going to understand you're, you're going your relationships are going to change uh, no different than the church um, it's, the, it's very much the same. So yeah. trust is huge. I, I love that Scotty. That's really good, dude.
0: Yeah. Oh, good job, Scotty. Good. Yeah. Good no, job.
2: he's really, it's, yeah, it's-, it's, well, when you have people starting to vacate your life, mm-hmm. man, it's awful hard to trust. Like, yep. it's sure. like, but God, why? What? You know? So you just have to trust. So yep.
0: awesome. Well, that wraps up the, segment.
2: the breakdown. Segment. <laughs> the break-down.
0: All right, so this last segment, we just need for fun, um, which is just where I get to f- ask questions that- What's it called? I don't, did we decide?
1: The fun factor. The fun factor. I can't remember what That's, that's lame. I remember, yeah, I'll have
0: to go back and see, I don't think I came up with something or not. <clears throat> but I just ask fun questions, and I have to answer them. Although, one of them I want to answer, because I have Do it. Okay, so number one, <clears throat> what is your best scar story? Scar? Yeah.
1: Define best,
0: like, like
1: most interesting story. Like, I got this scar when the funnest. car fell
0: on me, whatever. Like, the story I that you tell. Really
1: have any,
0: like, what good
1: scar, I mean, I have a I do, child.
2: like, right here. I don't know if like I have a, yeah, a yeah. scar right here in the corner uh, of my eye where I was um trying to be like super cool and running without using the steps, so I was trying to run onto a deck. Um, what do you guys call them out here? patios porches? Did you call them decks out here? I just want to make sure everybody's I on the them same them page. page. No. Yeah. Deck
0: is on the back is on the front.
2: Yeah. This is a deck yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was that. a deck. No. Um, and so I tried to jump from the ground to the, the main part of the deck without using the steps and I missed and I smacked my head mm. right here. Ouch. I'll tell you another one I, I, underneath this. I have a scar from here to here. Um, it was like nine stitches or whatever. Um, a cologne bottle blew up in my face. What? Yep. So I bought some cologne. Uh, it was the Michael Jordan cologne or whatever. And it was really <laughs> it was really cold out. 11? It was really cold out. Um, and um so I had it outside for a while because we were shopping and whatnot. So it got super cold. And then I went and was riding with my mom in the floorboard. So I set it down in the floorboard of the car while we were riding home. She had the heat on the floor mm. and it created like, and it was like a little mini bomb. And I went to reach down to get it to go into the house and it, boom. <clears throat> and I literally had blood oh just goodness. running in a huge piece of glass stuck right there from that bottle. And I like so yeah, her car I'm smelled almost forever around. probably. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, That's funny. So Oh, those yeah, are, those
0: are good stories.
2: I'm trying to I don't know that I have any other
1: ones. What about you? I've several. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not surprised.
1: <laughs> far, far too many. Like why uh, you don't walk around with a helmet sometimes yeah. surprises me. <laughs> I've got one right here um, on like my palm between my thumb and first mm-hmm. finger. Um, I was in high school and I don't know if you guys did this. You probably did, but I don't know if you guys did this in high school, but like you come up behind somebody, you jump up and get dog You know, yeah. like and no, they did okay, that. Whatever. So like um, So you did that. I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were it was it was right outside of our gym and um, they had like a metal sign uh, oh. over top of it. And it was just this 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 little punk, I don't know. I read it and it was like, get dog dog, boo. And uh, I, I hit an edge, edge of the metal sign. I didn't I didn't know anything happened because it cut through all the nerves and stuff. So I was walking through the gym, and somebody was like, hey, there's a trail of blood behind you. And I'm like, what? What? Oh. Yeah, and it was like. Ouch. Not it was real good. bad. It was. Yeah, it was bad. You could like see all like tendons and stuff in there. Ooh, yeah, that's was rough. This is one. Yeah. Um, I have a scar. I don't know. I probably had like ten or so stitches. I don't. I can't remember the scar on top of my head. Um, right, right on top, going this way. Hence that need for a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think it was my sophomore year of high school. Um, I was an idiot. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know that you needed to actually say up <laughs> for us to actually come to that conclusion.
2: He was in high school, too. That's, yeah, that's we'll, we'll give you grace. a fast year in high school.
1: There so. there was, um, so there are lockers uh, lined the hallways, right, mm-hmm. upstairs you know, on the second floor. Um, a lot of lockers and then a little tiny gap and then a lot of lockers.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and uh, I decided to be cool, I don't know. And I wanted to jump up between the line of the row of lockers, like between the two rows and like stick myself (laughs) like in in midair, right? Um, Well, little did I know, (laughs) little did I know there was an electrical box (gasps) on the wall above me. And I jumped (laughs) real, real hard and I hit my head real, real hard. Um, so that's that's what's wrong yeah, yeah.
0: do you notice this is whenever he's trying to be super cool yeah, yes. <laughs> you, you get, get
1: injured back. there are several um se- uh, seven, 17 staples later they were my head was so back and, oh, oh wow. wow i had to so like i'm getting an
2: image Poor uh, rachel because <laughs> i think you're the guy that will carry Every grocery bag in, in one trip, I just knew <laughs> yeah. it. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, something's going to happen with the ice in you this this week. Uh, I hope not. Well,
1: I, like. <laughs> I I take extra precaution during the winter time. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I was so that was up on the top floor. I had to walk down two flights of stairs, basically unconscious because I was like I was I hit my head. And I was like almost knocked out. I was like trying to get downstairs. There was this guy that saw me do it and was laughing at me and I was like. And, it was like, um, um, and then blood was just like pouring down the side of my face and it was oh it was a yeah. whole
2: thing Give do, do you have another one i do uh <laughs> so i actually have a couple one i have a my pinky had to get sewn back together because i was trying to get a spare tire that was stuck up on an old van in college that we were trying to do and uh, the the piece of my finger shot and a piece of metal went right down in there and like literally i could see the bone so that one but then when I was in college and, and I don't have a scar from it, but it was so random. Um, when I was in college, we were doing a uh, community action day, a tornado, that just hit Circleville, where I went to college at. And so, um, somebody said tree coming down and, uh, it landed on me. Yeah. And like, and so they thought like I had multiple breaks in my arm and, and whatnot, but it was just like huge amounts of swelling or whatever. So, but no wow. I don't know that I have any physical scar from that one, so it really doesn't count. But man, what a story. Like that is a I had story. a tree land on me that
1: was interesting. I've got I've got one more. Oh bring it. Well around. not not one more. One more that I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> um, uh, several more. This one actually was not okay, so it probably was my fault, but like it it wasn't me doing anything stupid. Maybe cool. it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a scar on my wrist right here. Can you see that?
0: Okay, a little tiny one.
1: Yeah. Um, it was about seven stitches. Um, it, it, it nicked a vein. It didn't, didn't cut all the way through. It just nicked it. So, um, we had a dog, uh, uh, he was a, um, Doberman I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, long story short, uh, I was trying to give him a bone, but he thought my arm was the bone. <laughs> um, and so he just tore into it. Um, at the hospital they said I was wearing it was it was winter, it was cold outside. I was wearing like a big puffy jacket. Uh, at the hospital. They said if if my jacket wasn't on, he would have ripped he ripped my arm off.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, that was intense. I was just trying to give him the bone and he was like, mm, Your arm, bone. I think it's important this. He probably had like friends around him. No, no, he I mean, was, was just like me watch the dog. his dog take his bone. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was just me and the dog. Uh, that's yeah. awesome fascinating
0: i don't know if i'm happy to ask that question or not. uh you
1: are going
0: no no okay.
1: i'm
0: good <laughs> <laughs> this one's much this question's nicer i think what fictional land or place would you like to visit
1: narnia wow he was on it okay
0: that's any fine. reason
2: yeah i saw it on tv the other day so that's the only one i really know of, of fictional things oh I, really I have the have. best one I don't really have.
1: This is the one that you want to answer? Yeah. Space, Jam. <laughs> Space Jam. It's like back in the day. <laughs> like, uh, the, like the cartoon world? Yeah, man. I don't
0: know. So I'll tell you That's mine. Because yeah, this has ahead. been like a childhood dream of mine forever. Candyland. You know, like you see like the castle and the top and you got Queen Frosty, like Princess Lollipop. I want to live in Candyland.
1: <laughs> wow! Yes, cool.
0: Always have. I'm jealous of them. I like. I have to work through that one. Wow, hours. that'd be great.
1: Uh, I got nothing. Got nothing to say. but to <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like TV shows and stuff. I just kicked the table. Wow,
0: you actually. Great, I thought you to have had really good ones. <laughs>
1: Bikini bottom. <laughs> Bikini bottom. That's <laughs> where SpongeBob lives.
0: Just a little Krabby Patty. I
1: don't yeah, I don't know, man. That's a tough one.
0: Okay, well think on it.
1: Okay. I'm ready a report. All right. All right. What is
0: one thing you're doing today to be a better version of yourself tomorrow?
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I give the same answer every time. I'm just like doing the day to day thing. Head down butt up working. That's it. Is that making you better? Yeah, of course. Uh-oh. Computer might die.
0: Okay, answer quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. It's making me better.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I I have, I have a lot going on, like lot lot to do. So, other than that, I mean, it's just the normal, like focusing in and and really knocking some things out of the way. You start I think it's gonna make me. I'd like to study today because I didn't get to do that yesterday. So I think today I'd like to to study probably um, job descriptions. I'm writing those um, because internally, like there's a lot of things we got to get caught up on. I'm really in one of those God's getting ready to do something epic things here at the Stone Church. And so I'm in one of those moments. I shared this with Scotty where I'm like literally looking around at everything, like, are we ready? And like, if not, like I'll scramble to like get ready. Like I'll yeah, pressure yeah. people to empower people. Like I'll, I just get crazy like that. So uh, I, a lot of that, and that makes me better because it makes me deal, like get the stuff out of my brain on the paper. So mm-hmm. there you go. That'd be what I would say is making me better.
0: Yeah. That. Okay. Good yeah, enough. Good. All right. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Next week will be um, 50.
1: Yes. So 50. Yeah. We're going to celebrate with some, my name is cupcakes or something.
2: Okay, we can do that. Yeah, All works. right. Thanks, everyone. Cool. Have a great week. See you Sunday.